All right, so I don't know if I'm going to do all the formalities or not, but this is a little halfway episode, I guess you could say. Um, I just needed to rant, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make an episode out of it. Um, I mean, I, you know what? Yeah, it is another episode of podcast about nothing. It's not. I'm not going to name it like the 21st episode or nothing like that because... I don't know, I just wanted to drop some content. And it's going to be about everything that's going on right now. And if you're listening to this at some point, you know, down the line, you're going back, listening to old episodes or something like that, you stumbled across this one, remember this, okay? It's May, it's May 29th, okay, 2020. Around this time, um... Around this time, an unarmed black man was killed in Minneapolis um, four days ago. The rioting took place yesterday. Um, I'm not sure that's still going on now. There's probably some protesting going on right now. This episode is going to be a a pretty left and right, hot and cold, back and forth, up and down. I might say some things that's contradictory to a previous sentence. That's just what it's going to be. Um, yeah, that's just what it's going to be on this episode. I, I, I think, and it's not going to be 30 minutes. Hopefully it's not. I, I'm going to try to cut it down. But what people need to understand is that where I'm coming from is coming from a place where I need to see our black people do better. I need to see our black people uh, find their voice and utilize their voice. I need to see our black people make a way versus waiting for one. I need to find our I need to see our black people. We it's a lot. It's a lot that goes into what I'm going to say, and I don't have it written down. I might be all over the place. But I'm just going to speak on how I feel, and I'm going to speak on what I feel in my heart is right. Because um, I don't feel like there's a moral compass to this, but... I do feel like in order to see change, you have to make change within yourself. But we're going to touch on all of that. We're going to get on all of that. We're going to speak on that. I really do want to have an open comment section. Like, follow me on Instagram at podcast about nothing. And when I promote this episode, I hope everybody chimes in. I hope we can have some proper dialogue going on. Really get the ball moving on moving forward for real. All right, so I'm not scared of you know what I'm saying people disagreeing with me or if people gonna like, man, nah, you you wrong for that. Um, I understand that. Our parents, grandparents, 
maybe even for some of you listening, your great grandparents, they did the whole marching thing. They did the whole peaceful MLK approach. And then there were some people who took the Malcolm X approach, right? This is what we need to understand being the later generation, the newer generation, the generation that was that has been called lazy by the generations before us that never left us a blueprint on how to do this stuff, right? We have to think of a new approach because what they did got us to where we are. Everything they did got us to where they are, to where we are now. We need to find a different approach and a better approach to step further. You can't do the same thing and expect new results. You can't. The protesting, the rioting, it's it's stale. You know why it's stale? Because our attention spans are too small. They're they're too they're too short. Our attention span is too short. These officials know that by Monday, we're not going to be talking about this again. They know that because something else is going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to be another cop murdering another black man or nothing like that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying something else is going to happen. We're not going to be talking about this on Monday. We never do. At the most, we'll talk about it for about 10 days. That's it. The rioting is going to stop because now they issued this um, curfew on Minneapolis. And usually when they issue the curfew, that's when everything dies now. That's when everything dies down because nobody wants to be caught outside. Nobody wants to get arrested. And that right there is another reason why we don't progress forward, because for one, we don't even do what our predecessors done. Is it predecessor? Yeah, predecessor. What our predecessors have done. Mal- Martin Luther King Jr. was arrested like 22 times or something crazy like that. They've been beat. They've been bit. They've been shot at. They had the holes turned on them. We don't. For us, we know that. Uh, I don't know if I'm willing to face all of that because I know by the by next week I'm not even, I'm going to forget this this guy's name so we're not even going to take it to that place and then when another unarmed black person is killed we bring up Sandra Bland we bring up Trayvon Martin we bring up Philando Castile like we start to bring up past unarmed black people that were killed we start to bring them back up again when the next one gets killed, talk about it for about six, seven days, eight days, and then we move on. Um, 
I and I apologize if I forget names. I'm not too well. I don't do too well with names. I do better with faces. But um, the woman, the black woman who was killed by the police officers who didn't even announce that they were police officers and they just bust in and then her boyfriend started opening fire and then she got hit and then she died. Brianna, that's it. What happened with that? Uh, what's the status on that? What's, what's going on with that? We don't know, right? Because now we have something else. And I've been see, seeing people like bring her name up, bring her face up, say her name and everything like that. I, I, I get that. But what happened to the other uh, black woman who heard some ruckus, some, heard some ruck, ruckus in her backyard Lit out a window, then the cop shot her through the window, and she was like playing video games with her nephew or something like that. What what happened with that? I mean, because I don't know, I haven't been following everything, so I, I'm not I'm not entirely sure what happened with that. Like what, what what happened with that? I feel like a lot of these cases really don't see trial. They just I right, mean we're just gonna hold on to it because they're gonna forget. And they know that. Y'all, we got, we got a game plan. You're rioting and looting Target. And I saw something stupid on Twitter where someone was like, um, for those of y'all that saying, why would you loot stores in your own community? That was like, that's just like a slave saying, why would you burn down your own um your own plantation? There's no correlation there. That's not the same. The correlation is off. Plantation wasn't ours. These communities, despite how y'all may feel like man, we don't own these buildings. We don't own this land. <sighs> They throw those stumbling blocks in our way, but it's not completely impossible. But see, as black people, our problem is it's hard for us to come together. It's really tough for us to come together. Yeah, someone gets killed. We march and we protest and we ride next to each other. A week later, we're going to be back killing each other. Understand that white people see us as thieves they see us as murderers. They see us as violent. So then we, when we do have riots and we loot, aren't we playing right into their hand? Y'all, come on, man. We got to be smarter. You're giving them what they want. See, I told you that these niggas don't know how to act. They out here destroying stuff. Do you honestly think that they're sitting back like, man, we really got to make a change, you guys? No, they don't care. They don't care. The cops, every everybody, they just like, all right, go ahead, throw your temper tantrum. We get it. One of you niggas got killed. Okay, go ahead, have at it. We're just going to rebuild it with your tax money. And y'all going to be right back in that self-checkout line in three weeks when Target reopens. Matter of fact, 
there's probably some black people that live in that neighborhood where that target was destroyed in Minneapolis that works there. So now guess what? For three weeks or a month or however long it takes to rebuild. Now they're not going to work. Now they don't have a paycheck. Because they were seen as essential workers during the coronavirus. Now y'all destroyed their place of employment. Now they have nowhere to go. What about them? I'm not against protesting. I'm against rioting. I'm against looting. What are we doing? What is the plan here? Now, the only thing that I will give kudos on is destroying the uh, the precinct. Okay, good idea. But then when they rebuild that and reinforce that and restable that, then what? When you're rioting, y'all aren't rioting with a purpose. You're rioting with a thought. I... There was this dude on Twitter who said, like, man, when we going to ride in Ohio because it looks kind of lit. So I'm like, that's that's why you want to ride because it looks lit. It's not even for a cause. You're saying it looks fun. His response was, well, that's just my reason. That's a lot of you young, dumb niggas reason. Y'all just out there wreaking havoc. For nothing. It's not for anything. What is stealing from Target going to do? When they have insurance on all of that merchandise, it's going to be replaced anyway. Y'all aren't thinking. You're just acting. There's no plan in place. What are y'all doing out there? Y'all got the game messed up, man. Y'all got the game all the way messed up. There's no plan behind y'all actions at all. You're just doing. How can you expect change when you don't see fit to make a change within yourself first? Why should their perspective their perception of us change when we see ourselves as the same way. Well, if they don't, if they're not going to make a change, we won't make a change. Why would they need to make a change first? They're winning in this race race. They're winning. What, what? Why do they got to change their game plan if it ain't broke, right? But see, our communities are broken. We're stuck living in low-income housing. We're stuck with no knowledge on business owning and house ownership. Where we're told to just lease and rent, never to own. There's no there's no plan in place. And the reason why we have no sense of direction is because we have no leader. Who's our black activist leader? 
The white dude, Sean King. What, why is it him? Because he's married to a black woman. Come on, man. Come on. Don Lemon. Uh, 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 Van, Van, the dude. Both of those black dudes that work for CNN, they work for CNN. We have no sense of direction because we have no guidance. We're just walking in circles. Why do you think that they feel like there's no need for us to stop killing them whenever we see fit? The only thing they're going to do is throw a fit. And they're going to be right back in these same stores that they burn down after we build them up from their tax money. Target has all that stuff insured, man. Come on. You think that's really hurting Target? Nah, it's hurting the people that work in Target because now they're out of work. It makes sense for slaves that are enslaved to burn down their plantation. This isn't our this isn't a plantation that we're on. This is our way of living. We shop and grocery shop at those stores. Y'all got the game. Y'all got the game all the way effed up, man. Y'all don't have y'all have not one clue on what y'all doing out there. And I know what y'all might be thinking. All right, well, Apex, what do we do? I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I'm I'm a role that I might have. And I, I can have an answer to a few things, but something like this, I don't know, man. It's, it's more than a country thing, dog. It's, 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 it's global. There's black people everywhere. And we're mistreated everywhere we go because of how we look. It's global. It, it, and, and, and it takes more than just black people. It takes the white people that are allies. It takes those that are Asian. Those that are Mexican, Puerto Rican, Dominican. Those that are Arabic. Those that are Middle Eastern. It's more than just black people. It's about the it's about black people and those that are allies of ours. But as black people, we have to know how to be allies to others. We got to learn how to go to bat for others, too. We can't just be like, all right, well, y'all got y'all problems, but we got ours. But then expect those people to still ride with us when we need them to ride for us. It can't be a one way street. It can't be. I understand that we feel like the world should fall at should fall at our feet because of everything we've been through. But to get allies, you got to know how to keep allies, too, man. White man, dog. white people are good at that though. They're good at it. What we have to do is become better at wanting to be better. It can't just be a snapshot. You can't be at these protests saying 
chanting, I can't breathe because you have Snapchat or because you have Instagram and you toss it on Instagram. And the next you know it gets lost in your archive of pics and videos that you have. And you're like, dang, I forgot I was even there. And you delete it off like we can't. It's a constant struggle. It's a constant fight. And I, I don't know if black people are willing to risk, risk their lives. Not in this day and age. I, because we don't see it as beneficial. We don't see it as, well, what's the point of me dying? And then I can't reap the benefits of what I've sown. So I'm not doing it. But then we be wanting to change. It doesn't work that way, man. In this battle, in this war that we're fighting for equality, some of us won't be allowed to see it. We have to be okay with that. It's, it's about being that sacrifice because it's not about us. It's about the generations behind us. I don't know if we can do that. We're such a my, and then in today's time in this society with our age group, me almost being thirty, it's like we're such a microwave society. I, if I don't see it now, then it's not going to happen. It's not. It's not going to come to fruition because it needs to happen now. I need that million dollars now. We don't know how to play the long game. Our attention span is the size of a pea. And that's something that previous generations have said about us. And they got that part right. So I don't know if we have the fight to be better. I don't know. Yeah, you're out there looting and rioting right now. You're out there protesting and marching right now. It's about longevity. We don't have it. And every day that we waste in being like, okay, well, they buried that person or, okay, that that cop was found innocent and we get mad and we go back on Twitter. It's like, oh, this always happens to us. Two, two, three days later, it's kind of like, well, what am I supposed to do about that now? He got off, so there's nothing I can do about it now. And they know that we don't have the heart. They know it. It's like, yeah, y'all going to complain about it for now. Y'all be all right. Y'all always move on. It's not even bouncing back. It's just moving on. Sometimes you got to get tired of moving on. When are we going to be tired of moving on? We never bounce back. And I hate. Those white people that say, like, yo, y'all got to pick yourselves up by your bootstraps. Fam, we walking around here barefoot. We were dropped in the middle of this. It was like, hey, y'all work for us now for free. And if you don't do it, we'll kill you. Not to mention... We're going to force you to mate with each other because we feel like your DNA with that DNA is going to make for a better slave. Some white people go to war. 
black people got to fight in that war. Black people are pinned against other black people who were, who were enslaved. And you got one half of the country like, yo, let's keep slaves. The other half of the country is like, no, nah, it's in that. They fight. Slavery is abolished. And we get a kick in the backside. Like, All right, good luck. We don't No land is given. No money is given. No one is teaching us how to survive in this society. And that's the same exact thing that happens to people when they come out of prison. They get kicked in the backside. Like, All right, don't be back. We're going to be looking for you. We're going to be waiting on you to slip up. You can come right back in here. They're not taught how to survive in this society. They're not educated on anything. That's the same thing that happened with slavery when slavery was abolished. We weren't educated on anything. We had to go by on our own way. Create our own Black Wall Street that was burned down by white people. We give up too easily. Once we see things don't go our way, we just like, well, clearly the white man don't want us to win. We we never look for different avenues to take. We think that it's just going to be a straight line and it's not. Despite how you may feel about white people. White people are given the game on the different avenues and boulevards and streets to take to get to their final destination. We feel like it should just be a straight line. Our problem as black people is, is, is the it's a parallel line to the issue that white people have. White people don't acknowledge the fact that they have privilege and black people, we feel like we deserve privilege for everything that we've put up with. For everything that we put up with now and that we used to, we feel like the world should be given to us. With white people, the world is given to them, but they don't want to acknowledge that. It's parallel. Different, different sides of the line, but you're still going in the same way. It's, it's, it's parallel. It's a long road ahead, and I feel like we think that it shouldn't be, but it is. We were enslaved for 400 years. 400. We just got the right to vote, what, 60-something, 70-something years ago? And how, and that's supposed to be like the ultimate American pastime is voting. We just got that about seven decades ago. But y'all feel like we shouldn't have to put forth much effort. How can we tell white people who tell us slavery was so long ago? It's like, fam, my great grandmother was a slave. My great great grandmother was a slave. My grandmother, my mother was alive and Martin Luther King was assassinated. She was in grade school. Don't tell me that all of this 
was a long time ago. How can we tell white people that? But then feel like by now we should have more than what we have. What have we done to put forth the effort to take that first step to say, no, 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 no. We've been here long enough that y'all got to start recognizing that. We don't have any leaders to tell us, though. We're too microwave. And until we start slow cooking things and realizing that it's a marathon, not a sprint. Realize that it's about longevity. Realize and accept the fact that some of us aren't going to be alive to see the day when we're actually at a point where it's like, damn, we're comfortable. We're happy. We're equal. Until we until we accept the fact that some of us might have to be a sacrificial lamb. We're going to continue to be exactly where we are right now with the white man's knee on our neck.